Hey everyone, welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews. As always, this is your host Tony with Nikki. Yes, mm-hmm. and not only Nikki, we do have a special guest by GG, G Money, G Cash Money, G Plata Billionaire, no Platano Pesos, Dollar <laughs> Dollar, Four Four Dollar Platanos, <laughs> everything. Two one two GG. <laughs> two one two GG. 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 How are you doing today? How's everybody doing today? Amazing. I'm so hype. So hype? How hype? I've never been on a podcast before. Too hype. I'm too fucking hype. (laughs) (laughs) Well, today's a special episode. We're skipping the beginning section and going straight to the Nikki reviews because there's so much to catch up because we watched a lot this weekend. A lot of content. A lot of content. Well, let's lot. talk about the major one that we had to actually accumulate yes. to so, watch. So the first topic or the first review we're going to give out is our full review on WandaVision. Spoiler alerts. Yes. Spoilers are full. We'll, we're going to go over characters we like, scenes we like, theories that were out there that we heard <laughs> that never came true, and a, a lot of other things. Um, and we decided that uh, when the show started not to do it week to week because... We just wanted to enjoy it. We would have been caught up in the theory. You guys yeah. watched it from one to ten. Oh yes, like straight through. No, no, no. Oh, we no, watch, no, no, no. We watch it like everybody else. We oh, watch it week, oh. but two, we week didn't want to. Wanna, we didn't want to cover it on the podcast until we have the oh, full picture. Yeah, you. but I, I think you. we we discussed it. I think for uh, uh, what is it, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Mm-hmm. We might do a episode to episode review. Do episode to episode. Yeah, just just to throw our own theories out there into the mix, into the ether, even though they won't come out. Yeah, but this is a good idea. No, I I think I'm catching up to the Feige. I got it. I got okay. him. I got him pegged. You What's got him that? pegged. Feige is Kevin a guy. Feige? Basically, he uh, runs all the Marvel, all the Marvel movies and TV shows. It's like at Marvel all work independently. Every other movies and yeah, TV shows I'm work so independently, but Feige <laughs> is the guy who like sets the main story kind of yes. thing. Got you. All right, so let's get into WandaVision. So WandaVision is it follows about eight weeks after the blip, and um, they are in a city of Westview, and Wanda is controlling everybody over like a hundred people in this little. Oh, actually, thousands, I think. Thousands. They said it was something like a lot, like thousands or something. Thousands of people. Small town. Yeah. So she's controlling a thousand people in the small town of Westview, New Jersey, and she's manifesting everything from. The characters, how they dress, how they respond, and uh, she created vision from her own minds and thoughts. That was a, that was a, that was a mind f right Whoa. there. I just blew my mind. I mean, I want to I want to let you finish doing the summary. But no, no, like, no. Yeah, we we'll go right into it. We could just jump in if you want. That concept, yo, of like her projecting her fantasy of like a trauma free utopia. That shit was crazy. I thought that was probably like the most profound thing about the show. The fact that that whole dome was like a dome of her, of her safe space inside, like where everything was funny. Nothing was like, nothing was dark. And then got into the minds of all of those people and confused the fuck out of their own emotions and their own minds. And I thought that was crazy. Like, well, it's the, crazy the because it, it, shared, like, it was a shared mindset. Like, like they said it, they shared her pain. They knew like it wasn't just that they were being controlled that they had a problem with. It was that all her pain, her grief and everything was they pushed upon them. It. And the thing is, you is what I find weird at the end. I know that they obviously have a reason to be mad at her. 
But yeah. the fact that they understood where she was coming from, I'm surprised that there wasn't more empathy. You think? Well, because they, I, they knew her pain. They shared her pain. They yeah. shared her trauma. So it's like you would think that, like, listen, damn, you know, I hate that you did this to me and all that stuff, but be more forgiving for the fact that. But at the, thing, at the same time, if you think about it, is that if the people that she took, their minds or controlled them, maybe they were going through their own grief and they couldn't um, go through that emotion. They couldn't like, oh, yeah, because they like if somebody family. has a lost, mm-hmm. lo- a lost love during that time frame. They can't deal with it. They're, mm-hmm. they're controlled by somebody else that's mm-hmm. giving, adding on to whatever grief they have. And then what happens if they're out and then the person that they were waiting for is not there mm-hmm. or whatever. Even if it was, what is it, like a week that they were there, maybe at most. And um, to get onto that was that I loved it that it was more like a, the wall was like a defense mechanism of her how to deal with grief within herself. But also being, having everybody else with her to like... There were own I felt puppets like, yeah. to, 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 to I pull from her. I felt like she was processing, because she wasn't processing her own grief inter- internally, she was processing her grief through all these people, like through all these vessels. So for them, it, like from my perspective, it was like daily emotional torture. Yeah. Like somebody just like really, she lived a really traumatic life. Like yeah. that um, penultimate episode. Yeah. Yeah. Where Agatha takes her through, through her own history. her most traumatic events Moments, yeah. in life. You see like we we see it over like a series of movies, but to capture that all in one episode, you realize like all the compounding grief. Yeah. yeah. And that's what all those people in Westview, New Jersey who were not from mm-hmm. where's she from? It's with an S. Um in Europe. Wherever the Maximal Sokovia. Sokovia. Yeah, Sokovia, like they're not from there. They don't experience that kind of like trauma, war torn trauma. The, 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 the so these whatever. people are like re traumatized in her trauma. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck wrote this? Like, what are you going through, bro? It's, yeah. it's crazy. What's what I thought wow. was what I thought was interesting about the whole thing was it kind of reminded me of have you ever been, you know, having a party, whatever, and then so all of a sudden you get free cable. Yeah, and you also you're getting this free stuff, and you're like you're afraid to turn off the TV, you're afraid to switch like, your channel. Oh my god, when, on friends. No, yeah, no. that's exactly what I was thinking. But yeah. No, I used to I used to do it with a uh, no uh, HBO Week when HBO Weekends. Wait, was that? When they I don't were. remember. I don't. I Nick might remember. He was during so HBO. So just going back into HBO used to have an HBO Weekend. Okay. That for that weekend from Friday from Thursday Thursday night to like Sunday or Monday morning, on H- cable. On cable, HBO was free. As like a preview oh, of all the things you could catch. I feel like this ages, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's, Probably it's okay. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> no, but okay. So what I was getting to was... <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, is that what how I, it is? What I was getting to was similar to what she was referencing in regards to Friends, that episode where they got free porn. And I'm thinking to myself, like, that's... <laughs> that's I know it's a kind of a weird free comparison. Free trauma porn for oh, all the God. residents no, of No, what Westview. I'm saying is I believe that's what happened to her in a sense. Like, she created this whole situation that's beneficial, but it was by accident. And she was afraid to turn it off. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she just kept on going with it because she had no choice. Because if she was to turn it off, she would lose everything that she created. In, which yeah. is exactly what happened. She would lose vision. She would lose the kids. She would lose everything. So it's, it's almost like she knows what pain she's causing. But she can't do anything about it because if she stops it, she loses everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that's a sucky situation to be in. So she just drank the Kool-Aid and just started getting more and more into it. 
Yeah, she was completely invested and thrown into herself. She convinced herself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she, she did. She was completely enthralled in it. But Which, it's just like, it, it, I think like it just, it humanizes her struggle so much too. Cause like you can think of her as like this superhero, like she has powers, like she can fabricate like reality, quote unquote. But she still processes all of this stuff and even like having to save the world. She deals with like the aftermath of like we see in the movies, like when she's noticed like she destroyed something, she feels like she's on the other side of the trauma she's experienced. So I thought that's one thing I loved about Marvel in general is that they're, you know, every other movie you think about when when you watch is like, yeah, there's a trauma that creates them. But when they show the character Superman, all these different people, they show them being the best selves in the movies. And that's yeah. cool, but it's not as it's not realistic. Like when you see Thor processing the fact that his family died, his brother died, and he's just there in this quiet moment processing that and yeah, tearing take, up about taking it. Taking that moment in. Exactly. You're like, man, these people are not well. And think about yeah. it. Even the Hulk. The Hulk is somebody who legitimately has to control how he feels all the time or else he can hurt people. Mm. So to have that kind of weaponized emotion, it sucks. Like, yeah. and I like when they show that. I hate when they just they don't just show superheroes in this perfect way. Yeah, they yeah. Show, they come in. Yeah, that's one sh- thing that they added that extra layer with. Like, yes, they're superheroes. Yes, they have these uh, great, amazing abilities to save people. But then at the end of the day, they all ha- are human or some form of humanoid, humanoid or something. Yeah. That they have emotions, they they go through pain, they, they go through struggle, and then you don't see that because at the moment, all at the moment, we need to respond to this action, we need yeah. to defend, we need to attack, and that's what that's great with uh, Thor in um, Infinity War that he had that moment, and now we had this one with WandaVision that she's able to unknowingly create a world for her safe space, mm-hmm. but then what's great, what's what's good, what Marvel did was that. She could have just stayed there the whole time and just mm. been okay with it and just left it. But if you would listen to some of the songs of the intro, when she went to like the 90s episode, it was like episode eight. Mm. The you, If you hear the songs, it's saying that she's losing control, that she's not. Yeah. Well, she's that was left. Agatha. Agatha was, was no, purposely trying to get her out of the mindset that this world created. So No, but she was she tired. On, she kept, well, yeah. yeah. But, no, but in the song, she was like, she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Or like something like that. Yeah. Like Agatha like, all along was another one. I know, I know. That it, it was almost like teasing or uh, projecting what she's one, feeling. It was a uh, uh, boy, not boy. Um, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle, yeah. Yeah. For that intro song, it, you heard the lyrics. Is It was indicating a lot of the, she she's not losing control, but she is getting tired mentally physically emotionally that i don't know if she's her stronghold to keep that world is breaking up because it was so it was slowly slowly breaking up during the episode each episode that she was more like relieving the tension of her grief but it's also when we think about it it's almost like if you're holding let's say your kid is hanging off a cliff and you're holding on for dear life and even though you don't not strong enough to continue holding you have no choice but to continue to try and that's where she was at that's exactly the, the mindset that she was at she's holding on to this is this situation as difficult as it is especially when she had to expand it she just she could she because she knew what the consequences were she cannot handle the consequences and it's it's, a, it's such a profound show although i i'm like uh this is one thing i learned i figured out about the show and this is why i say i figured out feige yeah is 
he he likes to kind of subvert expectation because everybody was expecting this to finally fully 100% reveal where the direction of Marvel is going to go with the whole multiverse stuff like that. Yes. And as much as people were expecting that to drop, it did not. But what people didn't expect also is that this was going to be enough of a conclusion that everybody was going to be happy with it. Yes. Because everything... All right, so we're getting into fan theories. So there were so many fan theories coming out that it was Mephisto, it was Nightmare, uh, Doctor Strange... He's Mephisto. That's Mephisto. Yeah, Doctor Strange (laughs) supposed to come out. Dottie was supposed to have a significant role. Um, What else was there? Like, Tobey Maguire supposed to come out. Or someone... And there were so many uh, different fan theories that were coming out that it became too much. And then some people were upset because like, oh, they should have done this. Like, no. If you think, because what, what Marvel does a lot and in, in all their movies is that they usually do a movie and within that movie, they'll drop nuggets of what's going to happen uh, in the next movie yeah. or two movies down the line. What they did here is that, yes, they, they, they did something that you knew was coming because what movies were following it. But people got away from the storyline of somebody had a lost love, having them back for a momentary time, and then losing, ultimately losing them on their own choices. Because she could have just chose to keep the world and just keep it going and just protect mm-hmm. her family and keep her kids and keep vision. She didn't. She knowingly did what she had to do because she knew that it wasn't. It was her time to it let go. Sustainable. Yeah. It wasn't sustainable. It was becoming too chaotic, chaos mm-hmm. magic. Um, but she was able to move forward knowing that she'll hopefully see Vision again. Spoilers, unless you haven't seen no, it. Well, yeah. we will talk, talk yeah. spoilers. Although I was thinking about the whole time is that the one thing that they mastered in this show and they're going to probably continue trying to do, the whole uh, theory thing, whatever, is that do you remember uh those old those ghost uh movies uh what were they called the the ones where um afraid of the dark no no, no not no. sure afraid of the dark the one with the camera that the like they're just in the in the people's bedroom what and you see like little things move um paranormal paranormal activity right okay one thing I realized about those movies the genius about those movies and the genius about this show is they make you obsessed with every detail. Yes. They make you think that everything in the show is significant. And some of it yeah. has some kind of meaning, but they make you think everything's significant. So the whole point, you're staring at everything in the show, like through every frame, through every episode. And you're so invested in the show, not just because of the story, but also because of what you think it's trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how they get you. That's that exactly how so Paranormal Activity was. They showed you basically an empty room with nothing going on. And you're there just... Staring at every nook yep, and cranny, every, every corner. corner, yes. To see if something's moving. Yeah, exactly. Or something what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that, that mean? That first episode, the heart on the calendar. Yeah. yeah. I was like, the whole episode, like, what does this mean? Like, What is that date? <laughs> there, it's more than his boss being Mr. Heart. Yes. Like, there's something going to come later about this. It, it really is so true. Yeah. You you just, like, fixate on a small detail because that's the way that they've set it up. But that's how they set it up. Yeah. They make sure every background has something that seems significant, mm-hmm. and you're here analyzing every single thing. So they're they're really good with misdirection. That's exactly. what's great about they're it. They're genius at misdirection. So and and that's what the the great about. And you know what's great about it is that they can misdirect you on something, and they will come back and give it to you in a different way. They were like, we mentioned that. Best example was um, in Iron Man three, 
when Tony Starks was doing the presentation of his like virtual reality room called the Barf and whatever, and people were like, "Oh, he's just doing a normal." Uh, no, it was Civil War. He was like, he was just doing a normal presentation, whatever, whatever. That little scene is what created uh, Mysterio in Far From Home because he was one of the techs that created that. So little things like that are going to show up in the the show that's going to be later that's going to be later represented or repeated like we did give you that we misdirected you because mm-hmm. it's not what you intended to see now it's yeah. what you intended to see four movies from now mm-hmm. that we're going to bring it back so you'd be like "Ooh!" and what people are going to do now is going to rewatch wandavision to see what other easter eggs are like i remember this i remember this Hell this was yeah. mentioned over here these like they're moving you know what it is what i've learned is that all these people that are doing theories are playing checkers and Disney is playing chess. Oh yeah, big moves. Oh, <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> they've, they've got like a moves. they've got like a 10, 20 year strategic plan. Yeah. Oh, on easy. like the Marvel universe, like, and I'm game. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yes. Where do I sign up? I I do. <laughs> is I it Disney plus next. plus plus? I want down for that. I commit <laughs> to the next like twenty generations of <laughs> Avengers. Yeah. Oh, so wait, just to inform you because you said that you didn't watch Far From Home, and this Mm-mm. is. A little bit of a spoiler, but so that you know what happened in this one. The part where Monica meets up with uh, the, the lady who turns into an alien. That's the um, squirrel. Spider-Man. Scroll. I thought you just said you didn't watch that. Okay, but you didn't say Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. You just said Far, you know, I mean. Spider-Man Far From Home, yeah. It's, not it's like. like oh, we need to give you the full title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Although the, out way, here, guys. the way the character said it really confused me because I'm like, I get what they meant at first. That's what Jake Gyllenhaal Pointing in the ceiling, that. and I'm just like, yeah. wait. Did they mean the ceiling? Did they mean the roof? Yeah, everybody knew. It that. was super vague. But every, everybody figured every, it out. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, "What?" And they're like, "Oh." It's, it's, it's I love the movie. editing in that movie. I know we're not talking about that one, but the yeah. editing in that shit I saw in the movie yeah. theater. Oh yeah, I was like, "This is fucking fantastic." Did you did you catch that they dropped the new name, the new name of the new ep- the new movie? No. What is this movie? What the new Spider Man movie's coming out? Oh, um, No Way Home. No way home. They dropped, and the way they dropped it again, they did the same thing like I just mentioned, <laughs> because it's just a scene where you see the actors, not the characters. The actors walk past the board. No, before that, what do you mean? The day before. All right, so, all right. So, recap before we go back into Wandavision, just uh-huh. Luchi Gigi. So, the day before they announced <laughs> the title of the movie, No Way Home, uh-huh. all the actors on their Twitter accounts released a picture of Spider Man and be like, "Phone from home." Uh, going back home or home slice and people were like which one is it they're giving us three different titles and that was oh, a co- they're such and, trolls and for like at least 24 <laughs> hours, at least for 24 hours people were dissecting each title flipping out. each title because each title frame with the name with a sub name with it had different coloring different uh, fonts something off so everybody I was on 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 TikTok and Twitter, and people were just like, it's "Like, oh, this green means this," and all they were giving like yeah. way out there. <laughs> like, this we is the, got the they time. were like, there was like this green is a shade of green that Wandavision wore in Episode Five with the T-shirt, and I'm like, that's matching this and create so no. that yes, so then the follow the next day they know that we're nerds. We got the time to do this. So then the next they day they, they get us. They get yeah. us. So the next day they dropped uh a, a like a teaser of just the three actors coming out of uh the director's room and they're walking across. Be like, oh, did you release the name? Like, no, I didn't. So they walk past the room and there's a whiteboard behind them and it says Spider Man No Way Home with other names that they were thinking about just crossed off. 
tell me how on top of that there was a 30 minute video on youtube that somebody <laughs> sent me a breakdown of every little thing on that, that was board. on the outside of that board to give you <laughs> like examples of reasonings or definitions of what they meant for each one yeah man yes hey. So back to WandaVision. Got the time. Yeah, yeah that's definition. the rabbit hole, man. The rabbit hole. That's the rabbit hole. Wow. But who's your favorite character? On WandaVision? In WandaVision. Mm. I kind of love... Um, God, what's her name? Kat? Um, yeah, Kat Dennings? That's Darcy? my choice. The Darcy? physicist. The Darcy? Young, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But she that's, for, that's my for other my reasons. favorite. And I feel like she made... She connected the dots from like for me, like with the science, like mm-hmm. she made it scientifically sound like it made sense after she walked in and mm-hmm. like explained that there was like cosmic radiation, which makes sense because Wanda gets her powers from the stones. It's like, OK, this, yeah. like scientifically, she's simplest, she's just, she's physically yeah. like this, you know, follows the laws of physics, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, like yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of it's still a fantasy world. But I really liked that and that she was just bad fucking ass. Yeah. And she was like, get me my oscilloscope. I'm going to figure it out. Which was old like, TV. She pulled out an oscilloscope and then like the the, the the show started to broadcast on it because it's like, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the radio waves. Yeah, exactly. The radio waves. So she pulled out the TV from that. And I was like, yes. Yes. Genius. I study physics. So that shit was cool as hell. Yeah. Well, have you heard about the, the fan, the fan, uh, I guess, more desire than anything else? Is to have the the FBI agent, the, the uh, Randall Park agent Wu, agent mm-hmm. Wu, the, the and magic Darcy guy, and Darcy team up be like and do like all the their own TV X shows, do like a Marvel's X Files. That's happening. No, no, no. no. It's what everybody's um, asking for. It'd be like a should. cool X Files version. They of would like investigative, like yeah. Because she's a scientist and he's a she was FBI agent. Ass. Yes, yeah, it would be no, cool combination. And. uh so yeah, so the two favorites out of the whole series, and I've heard it mm-hmm. many times, was Randall Park and Agent mm-hmm. and Cat Daniels and Darcy. Mm-hmm. And what some I forgot where I saw it, but what they said, and it stuck with me thinking about it more, was that what Marvel did with WandaVision is that they took the lesser enjoyable movies that they had and gave them more depth. Mm. Meaning, um, one of them was like Ant Man, which Randall Park is in. And as Agent Wood, people were like, oh, we love him. That gave him more validity in that movie. Mm. One of the weaker Thor movies was Thor 2, but Darcy was in it. And she played a decent role in it. And she, she had more parts. People were like, oh, now they like her. They'd be like, yeah. oh, I want to watch her, what she did in Thor 1 and 2. So it, it, it adds value to the, like, even um, previous, characters. previous characters. Like, out of the all Avengers movies, the weakest one was Ultron. But you have Vision in it. You have... Uh, Quicksilver, which is the fake Pietro that we got mm-hmm. in this one, <laughs> so that added more value to. I was really fucked up. So that added to that one. <laughs> what was fucked up? The fake Pietro. I was like, this is so mean. <laughs> Whoever's doing. At first, I thought it was um, the 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 mean uh, captain guy. The, uh, Hayward. The evil. Yeah. The evil. I was like, wow, this is really fucked up. Yeah. Like to like arrest her or whatever you're trying mm-hmm. to do. This is twisted. Then we figure out it's um Agatha. Actually, uh, what do you? The, but you know the the biggest the biggest fu was the fact that because that actor played uh, that same character kind of in another in in uh, Fox Universe, right? Yes, the Fox Universe of X. People were just <laughs> really he was confused. 
confused. It confused everybody. And they were like, they, they troll the fuck out of us. I think they do. Yeah. They you do. know, you know when people say like Beyonce be on social media and then like yeah. trolls her fans. But that's yeah. what honestly you should. You know why? Disney because be on social media like the problem is now. I mean, think about it. when I was growing up. If a movie came out, we did some little research, but there was not this discussion of what's going to happen in the movie. We just watched it and, and it was exactly what happened. But now. There's a thousand and one conversations about what's happened. So if they don't want people to figure out their movies before they watch it. Mm-hmm. So they will throw you things that oh. have nothing to do with the movie at they, all. They do with their trailers. I don't know if you know this. They do trailers like Avengers. They'll do a whole. They'll set out a series of trailers and none of those in the scene will be in the movie. All the scenes. They, no, no, not even. They'll create scenes. They'll create fake scenes. Scenes. Of actions or anything else to put us and do as a media package for the trailer only. So when people see it, they're like, oh, they're going to look amazing, even though they are. Both like ingenious and scary, right? Oh, Because like at this point, like we're under the fucking mercy. We we, we don't trust you, but we trust you. It's like the WandaVision dome. Like we're in Westview. (laughs) Like fans of Marvel. We're Westview residents. This guy guy was credited in the show. What's his name? The guy who played Ultron was credited in the show to be on the show. His voice is Ultron. And I don't even think he was in it. At all, yeah, and that's what makes you. And like, you know what's probably he probably was that. he probably <laughs> was, and they, they just had a hum sound, so at least they could say they credited him in it. That's what I'm saying. They do something. Like they'll give famous actors nothing roles just to say give him credit. They'll be like, "Oh, he's in the movie, fan theory of what's gonna happen," <laughs> yes. and then he does nothing in the movie. Oh. Like, oh, show. So <laughs> but well, it's that's the best part. It about is it. genius. It's genius marketing. And it's also and like- the, and one thing that I loved about it, and I've been telling the since everything's been going since the pandemic and everything's going to streaming or tv shows is that i told them like what's gonna happen is that on tv every every show used to come out every week mm. like a new episode every week of a mm. tv show on cable then when netflix was doing their all shows they'll do it the whole season in one day and i was like you know what this is gonna do or with marvel they're gonna do it every week and the only reason why is because it's gonna create dialogue in conversation, but I think everybody's gonna follow that suit. I now they're gonna that, start. Everybody's gonna start following that suit because because we just devour a show these days. Yeah, yeah. like com- people people would. Uh, we have like two, three group texts, group um um uh, like text message, Facebook messages groups, mm-hmm. and we literally one of the guys, Jason, he would text everybody. Did everybody see the episode? He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, all right, I'll come back. And he'll come back and check a couple hours. I'm like, did anybody I'll be watch back it? End of day. Yeah, he'll, he'll come back end of the day. He's like, did yeah. anybody watch it? And we're all like, one person will be like, no, not yet. And he's like, all right, I'll wait. The minute we all were like, we're good, he was like, all right, let's, no, let's, let's dive in, into this. My favorite is uh, the face. I think it was one like the Facebook groups that, that we're part of that they're like, all right, the spoil. What was it? Like, they'll, 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 they'll put a band. They'll put a band. They put a spoiler band. Till Monday. Monday. So you Something can't like talk that. about on, 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 on no, not even a Facebook chat, a Facebook group, group. like oh, a whole Facebook group, group. like hundreds yeah. of hundreds of people. It was, oh, no, yeah, it's like, it's like two thousand people, people in it. Love but they give you a day. They, they don't just say ban. It's like okay, there's a ban until Monday. Yeah, and like, listen, if you post something, they'll delete you and they'll message you. Be like, hey, from the group. So like that gives you the the you have to watch that episode. On Mon- before Monday or no, but not only that, I'm in that same group. But then that group has a Facebook messenger group inside of that that just talks about MCU. So the day the episode drops, I mute them for 24 hours. 
So I don't have get no notifications. When I get back, I'm not utilizing I, I'm social miss, media. I'm I'm missing <laughs> like <laughs> so. By the time I watch the episode and I go back into the group to put my comments in, there's like probably like 200 yeah. messages, 300 messages I that, that I go back and read to yeah. see if anybody hits the points that I was going to talk about, yeah. and then I reply to them, and it just goes on from there. Wow. And they call nerd gang. Gang gang gang, 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 gang. That's what I do on Twitter with 90 Day Fiance, gang, gang. <laughs> I'd be like, that was crazy, right? Oh, man. What I do don't know. Think? Like, uh, what, do you, what do you think is going to be next? Like, Well, we know that Falcon, uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier is next. Well, I want to see how that's going to go. Um, I think this one, that one's going to be a lot more action driven. Mm. And oh, it's going to expand... Um, yeah. a little bit oh, more of the street, the street, uh, street level. So more reality, no, no hidden meanings, maybe. No, there's gonna be hidden meanings. There's gonna be there's gonna be Easter eggs dropped everywhere, everywhere. But I think this is gonna be more action based and it's gonna focus on expanding. Um, I, I don't know who they're gonna lead into that. It could be, ooh, that would be. I don't know if it's gonna lead into Spider Man a little bit because WandaVision is leading into um Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Captain uh, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Well, it's a question of what they're what they're probably. We don't know what they're going to be doing. I know the essential idea is that uh, they're going to be trained to be the new Captain America. Yes, but obviously they're going to be after somebody, or there's going to be a story structure going on throughout the show. Yeah. So it's got it's going to have a beginning, middle, end. Not yeah. like a not like a TV show, but like a miniseries because yeah, it has then, to end. So then we have after that we have. Uh, Black Widow. No, we only have uh, the Shang Chi, Loki, Loki, the Loki show. Yeah, that's gonna be after this one. Black Widow, but she's she's dead. No? Yeah, she no, is. no, this is a prequel. It's a before oh, prequel. Yeah, but this but movie, oh. those movies should have came out a while ago. Yeah, but I don't know if that's gonna that's gonna drop some. They, I don't know why they're postponing it. I maybe I'm my my feeling is that they're holding off because there's something in there that's gonna lead into something in the well, future. Again, beyond. Yeah, because we. We only get into the new the, the world five years later very vaguely. Yeah. So we don't know what happened in that five years that everybody was gone. Like yeah. we, that truly. We so there's gonna be a bunch of stories that people of what people did in those five years. Yeah. yeah. But like, in, wait, what isn't Hawkeye gonna get a show too? Hawkeye, yeah, with his daughter, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. G Bishop. So Imagine cute. losing somebody in like thin air and then they come back in five years. Oh like, man. Como I feel like that's, like that, yeah, the funny thing is, I would watch a show based on just that. I would watch a show, not even based on any superheroes. I'd watch a show on people's lives after the fight. After five the blip. blip, yeah. Because you think about it, think about it, okay. So they left. It's traumatic. It's what it, it is. What it is. You get along. You either remarry. You find a new person. You you move. You get a new job. Like your life changes in five years, and all of a sudden now five years later, you know how much. Do you know what? There's a TV show like this. That would happen. There's a TV show. Oh, I think you told me that was only a year, right? Uh, Manifest. It's uh three years that they were gone, but not half the population though. No, just a hundred people. But, but that's for that half the, of the population, it was like no time had passed. Yeah, exactly. So, so they're gonna come back, no, claiming for, everything. Hella confused. Yeah, so that's the show's about. It's it's a hundred people, but at least you have at least they <laughs> focus on twelve Great in that. <laughs> that you could you could follow. That just breaks my heart. But I want to know. I want to hear one of those stories. That little that little taste we got in that like support group. Oh Captain yeah, in Endgame, <laughs> Captain America is like trying to help everybody move on. Feels like it's like one of those like army movies where he's like talking to vets. You yeah. know, you think shit. about it, the resources alone adjust to the the small population. So they were making food for 
a certain amount of people and that people has gone for five years, I guarantee that means when they come back, there's no, they, it's going to be super yeah. difficult to try to resupply that fast. No hay yeah. carne. <laughs> no carne, no rice, no, no nothing. No hay nada para ti. No nothing. Sorry. All uh, I wore. <laughs> All right. So getting into this, uh, let's give it a Nikki review. Rating. Oh, five Nikki's. But let's. I know oh, what sorry. she she she. Oh, well, Gigi. Oh, I'm sorry. I know what she's gonna give it, but just to give it some I, a context into it. So we do we Nikki have a rule break. Yes. Yes. So we do have a Nikki's rating. So one yes. Nikki is a movie that's completely trash or TV show that's completely it's trash. Salvageable. Yeah. It's unsalvageable. All right. So then there's two, which is is it has a there's lot of flaws. To it. Yeah. It has a lot of flaws, but it's passable. Okay. There's something in there that can. It needs a lot of work, but there's something there that can. That yes. Can, that can be salvageable. The Nikki's have spoken. Yeah. So then three Nikki's is is a decent movie. Has small flaws, but. It's it's I could I could rewatch it maybe mm-hmm. once. It's a good it's a decent four Nickies is it's really great movie, very perfect. minimal flaws uh, flaws. But Yimmy, you could watch it. The re, uh, replay value of you is great. Yeah. Then you have the five Nickies, which is like it is top notch, top tier. I think we've only given five Nickies to like two movies, two movies. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Nicky already gave you his Nicky reviews. Oof. How many Nickies do you give it? I'm going to have to give it five Nickies, too. Yes, same here. Do we five have Nikki's. five Nickies? Five Nickies. Reco- uh, <laughs> we yes. just, now we have it. Five Nicky music. <laughs> <laughs> five Nicky music. Yes. yes. It was yes, perfect. Yes. I loved it. Okay. It was so good. I think so it played wanna, to everything. I can't wait for this one. All right, so the next movie yeah. we're going to get into. Controversy. <laughs> it is Coming to America 2. Coming to America, to the corniness, to. <laughs> and this is on uh, Amazon Prime. Yes, yes. This is an Amazon Prime, which I love. Amazon Prime, I love you if you're listening. <laughs> Just saying, all the movies, top notch shows, all that, everything. The Eye was it Evil Eye? Great movie. Yes. So, uh, well, coming to America, coming to America. <laughs> I have to give that little hop into <laughs> it. It's, it's a, uh, Eddie Murphy's character. Um, his dad is passing away, and he says that he. Deep sigh. Yes, he is told that he has uh, Ill- illegitimate son in Queens that uh, has to continue his lineage or his birthright to become king mm-hmm. or take over after he's left because he's not man enough to do it himself. Right. So he goes out, finds his kid, brings him back with the baby mama. And right. all hell breaks loose over there because he has to go through this trial and, and like tests and quizzes and everything just to be crowned worthy to be royalty. And we'll go from there because at the end, we're, I know we're going to spoil it. So yeah, we're going to. I haven't even watched the end. I'm going to watch it eventually. What? I haven't even seen. All, I couldn't even get all the way through it. It was just like pulling teeth. I'm sorry. You I know was... what it is? It's like I love the first one. The second one felt like, like, I don't know, like, if you ever picked, like, a really raunchy movie that you just love, and then, like, your grandma and her friends remade it or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it felt like. I was like, yeah, it was like if my, my like, grandma had remade Coyote Ugly with her church friends or something. It was like, it would not be the same. The movie I... was just, like, it was cheesy. It was like it was, but it was. It was you know like what it is? Disney. It was nostalgically it was cheesy. Like, 
I think it, my problem was like too family friendly. Like Maybe. it was just they, like they did tone it down on, on yeah. the on the raunchiness the aspect. The humor was like a little weak. I think that's what I was missing. That like raunchy humor. Mm-hmm. That like yo fuck you yes <laughs> fuck you too. <laughs> I just missed yes. that. Like the movie just felt. And then there well, was Eddie, like, it's a, it's it. You know what it is? The whole thing is based on Eddie Murphy because he is he is the movie right. Yeah. So he is he's older. He's becoming more of a family man. So it's the movie follows him. Yeah, it's like corny dad humor. Well, because he's the, the corny best. dad. I know, but like I wanted, like I guess I wanted the eighties movie. I know. You but were expecting the eighties movie, twenty 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 one. Continuation of the first one. It felt like a completely different movie. Okay. Like uh, the the characters mm. were the same. The storyline was a continuation. The tone of it. Mm-hmm. was just like it was just it's more weak. mature jokes not mature jokes but it was not more no, mature no no but not in the sense of not, not as sophisticated the humor no it was no like, it wasn't i'm all right not sophisticated i'm it was saying that when the first movie came out he was naive because he was into yeah. it he was he was um it was a culture shock to him mm-hmm. when he went to new york and he's adjusting and he's like i want to fit in and he goes, oh, I used to like fuck you too. He was yeah. like, he was like, oh, that's how you do. But that's what we're gonna do it too. Yeah. So that's how we move forward from it. So I think this point, he was like, all right, now, like Nick said, he's a family man. Yeah. So he he is well versed on how the world works. Yeah. And how everybody is adjusted, but I do understand, and I think that's what it. That's, but using your same logic, yes, his son comes to Africa as a New Yorker, so he's. Coming into a new culture, not knowing anything about it. He didn't even know he was a prince, you know? And so they could have used that that a similar they kinda spin. They kind of did. They kind of did, did, but it, it was... It, it, didn't, it wasn't emphasized as much. Yeah. Because the part where... The, I think they focused like too with, much with on the, like, with them the, thriving the, the ladies who were going to shower, who was going to like... After their like fairy tale wedding, and now they're like, they, they rule the land, and it's all magical and majestic. And great, and I'm mm. like, this is just not as funny. That's honestly, how I felt. honestly, what, and mm-hmm. all like the, the the montages. At first, I was like, this is a great, great collection of Black Hollywood, a commemoration of our celebrities, our great artists. Then it started to be overkill. I was like, now I feel like I'm just walking down the the Hall of Fame just because. Yeah. You know? I'll tell you what this. You know what this was? I this just, was this was Bill and Ted. I was. I had a lot of expectations. This was it. no. What this was? I was saying this was Bill and Ted. I don't know if you saw but Bill and Ted's right. uh, um, the last. Um, what was the last one? Face the music. Face the music. Right. This was a like I told you. This was basically a celebration, homage to the original movie, mm. because at this point, thirty years later, to make a sequel, I don't. I just find it super difficult to be able to capture uh, yeah. that same. Because thirty again, thirty years. Like you just said, it, you said you said it yourself. It was a different time, different uh, raunchiness or whatever. Mm-hmm. If they were to, like I told you, if they were to make the same movie now, now it would not be accepted. No, like wouldn't even put out. Like think about it. Think about the just the girls who who, yeah, who that, are the, the that, royal the royal bathers. Yeah, Did you, there were still bathers in this movie. They were, but you, they weren't naked. They weren't naked. They but were they naked. They still original. performed the same function. Yeah. Not they the still, females. The male did. The, the females, the females did, too. No, the, the females when were they there. Took, when they took um uh Hakeem's son. No, no they offered to, to but the, he walked, he ran away. They were still doing it. Well, you, <laughs> saying, but again, I mean, re- I can't, I can't tell you exactly the, like, the, the line, but the they ref- were still doing it. I know, but it. the references weren't there. And uh mm-hmm. Hakeem gets raped to make 
his quote unquote illegitimate son. Yeah. He's drugged, drugged by her like ceremonial herbs, right? Yeah. And he's getting like beat by the boar. Yeah. You know? Oh that gosh. was pretty like Actually the funniest You know what I'm saying? The funniest I feel part like to me of the jokes about identity that wouldn't have been allowed. I know. Like those those lines to cross. Yeah. Were like then what was the point of then at that point you could have done all that, like sexual chocolate and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I the funniest one to me was the the foreskin thing. That's just hilarious. Uh, <laughs> like they showed his, like it was just massive, and then yeah. like, he looks at it. Oh, yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like it's, it's very, an adult movie. Like yeah. it's it's not for kids. I know. So it's not for everybody, and that's okay. Like some things mm-hmm. have to be for a niche audience, and that's and I think that's and that what gotta this, be okay. I think that's what it is. Again, I got. I think they just want to they just want to bring everybody together. That's basically yeah. all it really was. And that they did. Yes. I mean, because I know a lot of people who. I mean, I've been arguing with people all weekend mm. about, about this movie. Oh, you have. People have been like, "You don't like it? I thought it was great. Oh my god!" But it was I, so I, I funny. Honest, this, is, all right, this is a difference. When, if they say it was great, I wouldn't agree with them. It's not. It's, it was it's, so funny. I thought it was, I was, what it was. I it was, was perfect for it, what it was. It was all right. What it is is that it's a movie that knew what it was. Yeah, like it knew itself. It knew that it's not a movie that's going to age well if they're going to carry yeah. the same jokes or the same tone that they did as the original one. They I know they had to alter it or twist it or change just a little bit, slightly enough yeah. to to keep like a clean raunchiness. That's what they yeah. were trying to do. They were trying to be like, oh, we could still pull push off that raunchiness, yeah, but just on a cleaner aspect. I just felt like Coming to America was like a New Yorkers movie. Yes. It is, and then coming to America was like was not. It was not, it was a new was going too, to Africa. It was yeah, it was just like I think it was like they were appealing appealing to too many people, which is what I get like the marketability of it and it being on like a really major streaming platform. Mm-hmm. Also, so I tell you, it has to. I will tell yeah. you one thing. I will tell you my so it one. Has to. My, From a business standpoint, thing. I get it, but as an audience consuming art. But this is a but, but here's That's a difference. Where I was like, no, no. But you're drawing. You're coming from this as an artist that appreciated that movie. That that movie is for us, like us three. It's part of our like, like a comedic classic for us. But there's other people that and ju- a lot of other people. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that probably mm-hmm. watch it. They'd be like, oh, it's it's a it was a funny movie. I I didn't get into it. Whatever yeah. it was, but they watched this one. It was like, oh, it's a lot. It's different, but I'm yeah. still getting the same vibes. But the, at the end of the day, it wasn't a great movie. It was a good movie, and it was. Yeah. You know what it was? It was more entertaining than good. Yeah. It it was more enjoyable because you like you have the nostalgia like you have Eddie Murphy back, you have Arsenio Hall back, mm-hmm. you have them being goofy, bringing those characters that they had mm-hmm. that literally shouldn't be alive after thirty years. Those old men at the barbershop, <laughs> they had like never aged a bit. Exactly. So they That's have that. Funny. They created that new funny. characters yeah. into it. Then I think Tracy Morgan was my like the funniest person for me. Tracy Morgan, yeah. He was the funniest person. I don't even, I don't even he know. He was the uncle. He was the uncle. But he didn't have that many lines. I guess. He Tr- was the uncle that came from New York that was I like. I remember. And the guy who sang at the ceremony, he wasn't even singing in this one. It was like, it was fake. It was. Oh, like, I know. Pre recorded. Yeah. Although I was, I, I thought it was cool when John Landry came out and sang it at the end. She Are you fucking with me? She, she, Are you she, fucking she, with she, me? Has that really happened? Remember, she never, seen, she never got to the end because oh, she my never. Oh, bad. <laughs> Post credit. <laughs> 
thought he was fucking with me because I didn't see the end. So he made it up. No, no. There's a post credit. There's a post credit scene where John Legend comes in and you sings the saying? original song. They were like, "Wait, we need like one more black artist in this." No, but this is, that was a post credit scene. That was a, I was like, had nothing to do with the it's movie. Like, that we was gotta like get everybody in it, which I yeah. appreciate. I like yeah. that. That was again. But that was a post credit time, scene. That had like, nothing to do with the actual movie. Like I like 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 you were saying like. The first one is like canonized as like one of those movies, classics, those comedies that are just a classic. You love that, but that's what I'm saying. I you think can that watch everybody it. who was in this. You can watch it. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a five it Nikki. Five, it's a five Nikki. <laughs> and I'm the first one to tell you, I will give this movie five Nikki's based on pure nostalgia. Coming to America, you giving me five saying, no, the original gets five. The original gets five. Oh, Nikki's, period. I was about to be like, yeah. I need to get but like, that. I'm just saying is, if I was to give this anything, and that's why I told people be- before I, we're going to the Nikki's. I know, but I'm just saying is that any Nikki that I give this movie would just be come on, coming out of pure nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. That's what, and that's what, and that's what they played. The five Nikki's would be out of pure nostalgia. No, 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 not no, for no, the no. original, for the, this one. Okay. Like anything I give this movie, because I'm, I'm the first. Because I'll be honest with you, the one thing that I was not too 100 percent happy with was Eddie Murphy. Not to say that he wasn't funny or whatever, yeah. But he didn't capture the same role as the first one. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. He, as, the, he, the first one was always the first. The first character he played when he played the character was was always naive and very, but very strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one, he just felt like kind of just like always cowering, just like doing. You know, he was, like, uh, like lost and just scrambling. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't the same character at all. The first one always, even though how lost he was, he always stood strong. He always yeah. had a regalness to him. Yes. And I, I felt he didn't have that, it in this I one. I do hope that the end, like, his daughter, the eldest daughter, like, she ends up ruling, right? Like, that happens. Well, you have to watch it. We're not telling you. You <laughs> told me about John Legend. You ruined that's, that's that. That wasn't part of the movie. <laughs> that wasn't even part of the movie. She definitely has to rule because it has no, to I be like, like the that. No, pe- I like the character. I love the fact this, that you, like, you have very strong opinions but didn't finish the movie. I, I love finish. that. No, no, I love it. I love it was the fact. Just like, I was like, nah. No, but I liked who they picked for his Because I was his, like, if we're going to do all of this appealing to everybody, we better we better push that woman empowerment at the end. I, I do like who we they picked for the... better close the loop. I like who they picked for his daughter. better close the loop for me. If you're making this clean comedy... No, but it's, it's it, but the, 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 the whoever they picked to be soul queen, ruler of Zamunda. <laughs> Zamunda. She better be. Just I liked like, it. So I'm, okay, I'm, let's get into Nikki's then. We're gonna get into the Nikki's. Let's get into the Nikki's because we still got one more. Okay, I'll give this three Nikki's, three and a half Nikki's. I'll give mm. this three and a half Nikki's. I will give this three and a half nostalgic Nikki's. Three have nostalgic Nikki's. Now, now there's a new category for. Now Yo, and the reason I say is because I don't. I want to be fair. Like I'm not gonna sit here and tell you this is a great movie, it, but, but I still loved it, it. It wasn't. That's the thing. Being a great movie and being enjoyable are two different things. Mm. You get me? Yeah, I feel like I'm a little bit of a snob, even though like I don't know a ton about filmmaking and I've never actually made a film. No, but have you never but had a guilty I'm a pleasure huge movie? Snob. Of course, yeah, Showgirls. But- but even this terrible movie that I love. Yeah, but this isn't even falls under under guilty pleasure because this is not a movie I would watch again. I would watch like it Varsity again. Blues is a guilty pleasure, man. It was one a great movie, yes. but I'll really? rewatch it. Yeah, I don't think it was a great movie. Like the dialogue was weird. The the characters were. They I had don't know movies. why. I've never thought that for you. They they <laughs> have they have memorable moments that people reference in other movies the that were funny. Bikini? Yeah. <laughs> they did that in, what is it, in a teen movie and something else. <laughs> but overall, movie. it wasn't a good movie, but it is a guilty pleasure. I'm like, no, oh, actually, I still enjoy no, it. I thought Varsity Blues was a good movie. It was decent. I was like, oh. I don't want to say it was a bad movie. Like, for me, a bad movie is something like, 
with serious like plot holes, whatever. But you can still kind of enjoy oh, it. I got one. I got we'll one for you. I know yours. Me. I know yours. Hmm. What was it? Um, oh my god, I'm trying to remember the other movie that Zack Snyder did Is with the true? girls and uh, the that they go into this. They're fighting mechs or something. I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm gonna look it wow, up. Wow, I'm like so lost. You said it. That What's was a movie that gets one Nikki. One Nikki. Uh, Fantastic Four. What? What? Fantastic Four, the the last one. Oh, the one with Michael B. Yeah, yeah. that was trash. Yo, I was so hyped for that movie because it took me so three days fine. to watch it, and it was trash. It took me three. You know what's funny is I I could watch it. I could spend the entire podcast ripping that movie apart. A sucker punch. That's your guilty pleasure. Nah, I, <laughs> I, I, the visuals are beautiful, but I, it's not a good, I, I don't like, I don't, unless watching the visuals, I don't really watch it like that. Like, you know what's a, you know what's a, 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 a guilty pleasure for me? Uh, that's my boy with Adam Sandler. Okay, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it is. That's, <laughs> but it was, that's, that's a bad movie, but that's it's a funny. Bad movie, but it was fun. Yeah. Like, it was entertaining and no, funny. I, like I love a lot the tech, of movies like, that are bad, but they're funny. Yeah. This yeah. movie was like, bad, but not funny. For you? It was like soft. It was just like, eh. Eh. <laughs> I'm gonna finish it, right? Like I'm gonna finish. It. I'm not gonna score because I haven't finished it. So it's not That's fair. fine. Yes. So I won't give it any nicks. Because we know how you feel. Well, we know. We we understand how you we feel. We close the first half definitely got. If we could guesstimate two nick two and a half nickies for the first half of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I give it three and a half, and Nick gives it. I give it three and a half. Three and a half. So we have a three and a half nickies for. Coming to America. And to America. Let's see. Last but not least. You want to get into this one? I'll let Nick All right, so the last movie. I found this movie. I don't even know how I found this movie as far as the trailer. But the trailer got me. And actually, I was really pleased with the movie because it came out this weekend as well. The movie is called Boss Level. So <laughs> Not the, to be confused with Boss Baby. <laughs> no, not, no, not Boss Baby at all. So in the movie, basically, it's a retired military operative finds himself in a never-ending time loop on the day of his death. What I liked about this movie, because this is not a first story. I mean, there's been, what, three or four movies with that time loop the same day? Um, Several, that, uh, yeah. Yeah, ha- Happy Death Day, uh, Happy Palm Death. Springs, um, and uh, uh, Groundhog's Day. And then another one that came on Amazon Prime. Is like no, that Prime, was at no, Palm the, Springs. No, no, there's another one for Amazon Prime called uh, Finding the Little Pieces or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Ma- the map to the little pieces. I watched it. Okay, it was another time loop movie. But one thing I liked about this one was it kind of works like uh, like if anybody's a gamer, this kind of works in that way <laughs> where basically the the guy says in the beginning of the movie, and it's not just a spoiler. It's like playing playing the ultimate level on a game that you can't beat. Like so, you continue starting the level and everything, and not being able to. And that's what kind of how it works. The guy for the minute he opens his eyes. Is dealing with somebody trying to kill him, and then if even if he gets past that, there's another, there's another, there's another. So it's his skill level having to get better enough to survive the day, yeah. then to figure out what happened and stuff like that. So, and in this movie, so just to give you a little uh, details about it, so the main the main character, the main military guy, is played by Frank uh, Grillo, yes. uh, most well known as Crossbones in Marvel and Captain America. Yes. Um, the main villain is Mel Gibson. Um, yeah, and the the love interest in this one is Naomi Watts. That's so, a great cast on this one. Though. I mean, no, actually, the crazy thing about this movie is the cameos. 
Like, there's cameos that you think are significant per people in the story, but they're not. Like, yeah. everybody who you think is a significant person, nobody is. Like, they're all just extras for him to figure to help him figure out things. Yes. No, because um, but... you have uh, you have Ken Joe uh, Jong, where um, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. He was uh, from the Hangover. Yes. The, the, mm. the main the main bad guy from the Hangover yeah. universe. Yes. Yeah. Jumps out the truck. Um, yeah. Then you have <laughs> Michelle. I can't pronounce. I can't pronounce her last name. The one from uh, Scherzinger. No, she's uh, she's from uh, Crouch wow. Tiger Hidden Dragon. Nicole Scherzinger. Oh, not Nicole. Mm-hmm. Michelle from yeah from uh, Crouch Tiger Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. So, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. So I mean, each one of them are like cameos, but they're hilarious. And then you got Will Sasso's in there too. Yeah. Um, I honestly was surprised how much I enjoyed this movie. I loved it. I loved it because it was one of the few time loop type movies that actually kind of give you a reasoning because of the time loop, like why it's going on and kind of justified it. But also what I liked is that it's the one, one of the time loop movies that actually the guy did not rely on the whole, because every time loop movie is always the same thing. I know what's going to happen next. So that's my advantage. That's all they use it as like, oh, I know what's going to happen next. So that's my advantage. In this movie, it's not. If you really think about it, it's not. There's some parts where it is. But for the most part, it's every level he just keeps on getting better. Yes. Skill wise. Like, and that's what I liked. It was that he just got better. Because when you're playing a video game, it's not always just about knowing what's going to happen next to beat the level. You might know, but it's about yeah. how good you become at the mm, game. To, to, to get to the next part. Exactly. So that's exactly what him. He just got better. He learned a new skill. He did something new. Something like that. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like, oh, I know where the villains are, so I'm going to be able to beat them. I didn't finish it, but he was so resilient. I didn't finish this one either. <laughs> it's all good. I had juicy gossip to tend to, but um, <laughs> but yeah, though no, I love how resilient he was from what I did see because yeah. my ass would have just got stabbed every morning and just started over. Yeah, I which been I on the endless I think, time loop. No, but I think he said he took him like seven times before he realized <laughs> that, that was, <laughs> like he could leave his apartment. Like no, yeah, like this guy was coming after him. So that's one thing I liked about it. He just. <laughs> He's basically telling you how many times it took him just to get past like, like certain, certain, days. certain parts of the. Yeah, the, I'll, I'll note the days of like when he achieved a, a little bit further. Yeah, a little bit further. He'll, to d- the level, he'll discover basically. moments, but touching on the time loop thing mm-hmm. is that a lot of the other time loop movies that we've seen, mm-hmm. it's all e- um, redemption or coming of age arc, Nothing, meaning yeah. that they have to overcome something emotional to get out of that loop. Yeah. Mm. This one was something that he was placed in unknowingly and he had to get himself out through his actions, yeah. not his emotions. No, it was yeah, yeah, it was just him trying to again get better like going from zero knowledge of what's going on to be able to, and then from understanding everything that's going on and being able to one up everybody else. Yes. Like that's what I loved about it. It was it was any person who is a hardcore gamer and has been stuck on a boss level of a game. This is like a love knows letter. Exactly. This is a love this le- is. a love letter to gamers. Yes. When you're stuck in a game Hardcore. and and you leave it and you have to come back and play it again. Yeah, this had that one level you cannot beat no matter yeah. how good you and try. You, you try like different guns, different methods. Two hundred thousand yeah. times and you still can't beat it. Yep. This is a love letter I just to keep you. Guys. On starting at the beginning and having to go through the whole thing process again. Yeah. That's exactly what this was. <laughs> and it was crazy because I, I love the ending. I love the concept of that um, he has one. I'm going to spoil it, but he has one one time to do it after getting out of it. 
And this is the only thing that I liked is that none of the other ones, they did follow it, like what happens the next morning, but they just yeah. leave it alone. Sorry. It's intense. Yeah. I want. I'm gonna watch the end of this one too. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a cool. Actually, I, the whole time I was thinking about when they kind of discussed what the end was, I kind of thought that would be the coolest thing to put in a game. Yeah, something like that where it's like, okay, you mastered it, now you get to do it for real. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shit. So At, from the from the trailer, I felt like it was gonna be, it, and it came out to be. It felt like it was gonna be like Blade, not Blade Runner, uh, uh, Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Running Man yeah. with uh, Groundhog's Day, and it didn't disappoint. <laughs> See, the, you come up with analogy today, like the comparisons today. I didn't have one. Yeah, that's what I thought when I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh, it's going to be like that? Yes. Here's my ticket. Here's my money. Take it. I want to watch it. <laughs> I was happy with that. That was a great movie. Yeah, and Frank Willis is, 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 and we talked about it, he would be my pick for Punisher if they would ever pick a Punisher to come out with. I just think the Punisher they have right now is perfect. Oh, uh, John Bernthal? Yeah. But if I, they didn't have him, yeah. If they didn't have him, he would be my second Although I was thinking about, like, I mean, I don't know how old they want to go with the character, but he would actually be also Wolverine, too. No. No? No. He got the grittiness to him. No, I don't think he... He's more Punisher-looking. Punisher-esque. <laughs> Punisher-esque. Punisher-esque. <laughs> <laughs> like, What's the name music. of that actor that plays him on Netflix? Who? That he's in Walking Dead. That's John, John Berthendahl. John Berthendahl. Love him, too. Love him, too. <laughs> He's a tower of a man, yes. Let's rate the fineness of men, too. Five G-monies. <laughs> she goes, I give him five Nick. Five G-monies. Five G-monies. <laughs> That's a whole Plata different rating no system right there. Five platanazos. <laughs> oh, man. So let's get into the Nickies for this one. Honestly, I had no complaints. I didn't really want it to do anything differently. I didn't think I was like dissatisfied with any details, so I would give it a four Nickies. Yes, I'll give that falls into the four Nikki category. For I me. like it. I don't know. I don't know what I would like have it. done to make it a five, but I feel like it's a great four. Oh, if they did something completely just off the wall weird, I would have probably give it a five. But nothing to do with anything. Yeah, they kept it within the realm of what they kept it in, like the world. Like if you were to brought out like a like like other people that have have like if any more if any. Eddie Murphy. Um, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. If, uh, <laughs> the king of someone died. If Bill Murray showed up, oh yeah, that would have been fun. Like a crazy cameos from somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you're stuck in the same day too. Like something like that. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Shit, that would be funny. It's like, exactly. well, it's the really same. Good. Going through the same thing. Me too. And like, he just walks off. Don't you feel like it just every day is the same day? Like, or he's like running for somebody <laughs> too. Um, or just walking around like, hey, yo, have you seen have you seen a groundhog anywhere around here? Like, <laughs> or just or just a cameo for all the people that did like if you gave him, movies. If you gave him a cameo like they did for Zombieland, that would be epic. Yes. <sighs> That, that was, would have been. That was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to go out like that. No, my favorite was in part two where they kept on like talking about like you heard somebody kill Bill Murray. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I don't, I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Who's the dad? <laughs> All right, fun. guys, thank you so much for tuning into the latest episodes of Nerds in the City. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nerds in the City. Also, you can email us at Nerds in the City Podcast at Gmail let us know what you think follow subscribe send us com- comments requests recommendations or anything that we could do to improve your listening pleasures as always tell a nerd send a nerd bring a nerd see you next week Woo! Later. So that was so fun guys <laughs>